ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holla Black Podcast, where we have a desire to build community and mindset through conversation and results. Please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast and join us weekly as we continue to be brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge to the world, one episode and action at a time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman, and here we are once again, part two. Part two, we're going to be talking about the missing ingredients, not only professionally, but also personally, right? How are we mentally preparing ourselves right here in between this holiday season with so much family, food coming together that are so much like there's missing opportunities, right? There's missing opportunities that we have for us to discuss on maybe how we can be more accountable and help each other to reach the different levels of successes. I mean, like, think about it. If there were a support team, support group that would feel, uh, be able to fill your cup or fill your plate or be able to, yes, add that extra dish, yes, onto the plate, right? Who would you want to be? You would want to be there as your family. You want your family to be there for you. And that's what we desire to level up, right? We desire to get our minds right and level up, especially as we end this year and begin or prepare ourselves, should I say, for a new year. Now, sometimes it's just a few or it might be multiple missing ingredients that will cause for something to maybe not be exactly what it could have been, right? We talked about that last week. When we talked about just those missing ingredients on that food item, that it might be, mm, it just might not taste exactly how you imagined it. So let's talk a little bit about the missing ingredients personally and professionally that we have and help us on our journey and find the fulfillment that life's purpose has for us, giving us meaning and allowing for us to continue to develop personally and professionally. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we're talking about we're talking about the missing ingredients, but I cannot, 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 cannot keep going on this podcast without giving you some manifestations for the week. Let me know. Remember, share, like, and subscribe, right? So comment below. Let me know exactly what you're thinking about these manifestations as we continue to go. Are they accurate with where you are and what you need? Are they right on time? Or, you know, are there some things that we could probably hit on a little bit differently? Now, um, let's talk about this first one. So this first manifestation is I take my life one day at a time. How many of us take our life and life circumstances or the duties, the tasks, the vision one day at a time? I mean, how do you eat an elephant? We talked about that in the past, right? On um, previous episodes. How do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. I know folks out there are like, yo, bro, I don't eat elephant. Okay, let's talk about a tomahawk steak then. You might not eat steak. You might eat whatever it might be. When you're consuming a thing, you eat it one bite at a time. So with the vision and the goals that we have, let's take our life one day at a time and truly be present. We could be visionary. Because I, I fall in that um, suit a little bit uh, as well, where I get too ahead of myself. We can be visionary, but we can't be so caught up in the vision that we forget about today. We forget about the gratitude and the family and the coming together that we have. Because unfortunately, when loved ones are gone, they're gone. And we can't get back these moments. So let's make the very most of these moments. And number one, manifestation. I take my life one day at a time. Number two, I give myself permission to ask for help when I need it. Do you give yourself permission to ask for help when you need it? 
I mean, I just talked about it earlier, right? We should be we should be more accountable to each other to, you know, provide that assistance, provide that help, provide that experiential knowledge to those that are coming up, those that are seeking to be in the same position or a better position than we are. If we're passing that baton, right? We would love for someone to pass that baton to us. So we should give ourselves permission to ask for help when we need it. Now, that takes a bit of humility. That takes a bit of, you know, stepping out of your own comfort zones. But a lot of time it allows us to be the very best versions of ourselves because we're able to be vulnerable. We're able to show those superhuman, those superhero powers, right? Like those ultimate powers that allow for others to truly pour into our cup, okay? Now, number three, the number three manifestation, I choose to remain positive and optimistic. How many people are out there that are probably pessimistic? I know if you're driving in your car, you're probably raising your hand, right? If you're next to somebody and y'all listening to it, you might be looking at them with a little bit of side eye, right? But like, think about that. Think about those pessimistic folks, right? Those conversations that you might have where, you know, every time you bring something up, all they do is bring up the negative. They never bring out the positive. Well, how can we center ourselves and communicate to others about remaining positive and optimistic on the opportunities that that we have. I mean, as we're leveling up, we want to get rid of those beliefs, those mental beliefs that are blocking our future. And as we do that, we want to remain positive and optimistic each and every single day. Number four, I'm proud of the person I am becoming. Are you proud? Are you proud of the goal, of the person, of the vision that you've set out there for yourself? I mean, think about it. I I look at myself and I say, man, with my family, with my kids, like, am I proud of my performance? If I'm not, there's missing things. There's some missing ingredients, right, that I could probably add into my, um, or should I say, on my tool belt, right, into my life's legacy. It can't just be centered around business. It has to be centered around my entire life. So we should be proud of the person that we're becoming. Maybe not be proud of the person we were in the past, but we have an opportunity to make those changes each and every single day and be proud of the individuals that we're becoming. And then number five, lastly, but definitely not least, I believe to be happy, I need to let go of my past. Yeah, I got to take a pause on that one. I believe to be happy in order for me, in order for you to be happy, we need to let go of our past. The past needs to be just that little rear view mirror, not the windshield. We don't always need to be focused on the past. We need to just recognize and remember that it is there. It's located, right? It's right there behind us. But guess what? It's behind us. We've gotten past it, right? We've gotten through it. If whatever it was that was, you know, really tough on you this past year, you know, you think about it, we're making it out of 2022. Time still continue to move on. So definitely, if you're listening to this and it's not the end of the year, you'll gain some more understanding around this missing ingredient that we're talking about. But it might be that in, that ingredient that you might have may be too much, right? It may be too much of an ingredient almost. Ooh, too much of your past that's blocking you from the blessings that you have for you in front of you. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, we got those five manifestations and we're going to dive in and, you know, just kind of dive a little bit deeper. For those of you that may have missed last week's, I definitely um, encourage you to go back, check it out. Part one of the missing ingredients. But like what we want to talk about, we, let's let's split the two words up, right? Let's split missing ingredients up and let's talk about missing. Let's talk about things and truly define 
them because, I mean, obviously, right, words have meaning. But missing, missing means to have something. To have something missing is to say that something isn't included, right? And it should have been. Something isn't included, and it should have been. Have you ever missed a day of work and things just didn't go the same and you came back and things were almost, or you took a vacation? Yes, you took that vacation and you came back with a load of emails, a load of distress, a load of things. Everyone is like your supervisor or CEO or whomever. They're like, oh my goodness, so glad that you're back. We need to figure something out, right? Like you might be that missing ingredient. Feel free to recognize even in yourself that when something is missing, when you're missing, right, something isn't included and it probably should have been, right? We're going to talk about these missing ingredients, okay? And now ingredient, ingredient, completely a component that's part of an element of something, right? So whether it's a team, whether it's a dish, we talked about dishes because we just left Thanksgiving. So we're headed into Christmas, right? It may be that missing ingredient. You might not have a tree, right? In the home, there may be some presents that are missing. There may be some people that are missing that might be those missing ingredients that used to help you to bring everything together, whatever it is, right? It's a component, right? Or a part of an element of something normally used to describe. Now, like I said, it's normally used to describe any of the foods or substances that are combined, should I say, to make a specific dish or create completion of something. Now, let's dive in. Let's talk about this. We talked about this in self-care, but I always want to remind you all that personal and professional missing ingredients sometimes can be the mental. It could be the mentality. It could be your emotional your emotional connection that you have, whether it's again, personal or professional, right? Your emotional connection to the, to the task, to the thing, to whatever it might be, could be a physical, right? Missing ingredient, right? You may not be where you want to be towards the end of the year or towards the beginning of the year, but you have each and every single day to, you know, work on that thing. And that might be the missing ingredient that's stopping you from getting where you want to be. Environment, that could be your missing ingredient, right? Are you surrounded by the right individuals? Spiritual could be another thing. Are you connected? Are you connected to a higher power or have more meaning for your life? Or are you just kind of just going with the flow, right? So those things could be missing ingredients as well. Could be some recreational stuff. So whether it's your hobbies or it could be your socializing, right? Are you head down too far into work that you're unable to truly relax and be self, okay? So those are some things, just missing ingredients, just some examples, right? But I want to speak on, and this is part two, right? So we're diving back into the most common missing ingredients in the lives of so many are their passions and their life's fulfillment. So let's talk about it, how to find it, and how to encourage others to do the same. All right? So we're talking about finding your passion, right? So personally, missing ingredient referring to a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement, either for something or doing something. Ask yourself, what do you love to do and what would you do for free? So the quote of the week, we are free to accept or reject the truth. We are just not free from the consequences. That came from a book that I'm reading, The Truth About Money Lies. I mean, when I seen that quote, I was like, ooh, ooh, that could be the missing ingredient for somebody, right? That missing ingredient could be the belief and understanding that we are free to accept or reject the truth. The truth of the matter is you are who you are. You are where you are, right? But you aren't free from the consequences. 
The consequences. Consequences happen each and every single day. And a lot of the times they come from the decisions that we continuously make. So can we be consistent with the decisions and disciplined with ourselves in order to be the best version or get where we would like to go? Okay, so let's talk about it. I talked about um, there's 10 there's ten ways to help you find your passion. We talked about the first three last week. So the first one was most people don't have a mission statement, personal mission statement. We know that happens in all businesses. We should have one of our own. Number two, most people truly don't understand their core values. Core values are key because they'll give us direction. Don't know, do you know, do you know your true north? Because most people don't. Most people have no clue who they what their true north is, what they truly love to do, what is the thing that just fires them up, that gets them passionate, that allows for them to, you know, have a burning desire? Or are you just kind of going with the flow with life, right? Are you lifing, so to speak, right? Are you, do you have purpose behind you? Do you have influence? Do you have impact? Are you on purpose making the decisions and doing the things that you need to do each and every single day? Now, number four, Let's dive into it, right? Let's dive into it. I know here we are 13 minutes in and we're just now diving into it, but I wanted to make sure we were completely caught up, but then also you were given some um, good details. So number four, what are some of the things you love to do? Let's ask that question to ourselves. Let's think to ourselves. That might be a good question around a dinner table. That might be a good conversation starter, right? Have you taken the time to write the things down that you love to do? Like, think about that. If you just took 30 days to write one or 10 a day, right? Would you have a list of things that you love to do? Would you be able to now identify yourself, have that better um, knowing of self? Because that is what we believe here at Hollow Black Podcast, right? That's what we believe that knowing yourself is the first step to knowing or attempting to know anything else. You got to know yourself because before you can know anyone else, you may know how to do some things, right? But if you don't truly have a good definition and understanding for yourself and identity for who you are, you'll fall in line with whatever anyone else tells you, right? You should have a sense of self-awareness. Self-awareness is very important in knowing and discovering your passions during your journey. Right. So some self-awareness tools that I like to establish or I like to, you know, kind of look over are, you know, some personality traits. Right. Like, how do I feel? How do I think when I'm going through these different areas, whether it be professionally or personally? Right. Whether I'm dealing with friends, loved ones. Or I could be dealing with coworkers. I could be dealing with, you know, supervisors. And I know a lot of holiday parties are going on, right? Am I the one, am I an extrovert or introvert, right? And do I know how to turn it on if I'm looking to get to a different stage in life? Do I know how to turn it on or off, right? Because sometimes you may need to be a little bit more um, conservative, right? In your enthusiasm, especially when we're talking about, right? Like some of the business and professional settings that you might be in. You can't always act like it's family, especially when it's in a professional setting. So number five, here we go. Have you determined the things you don't love to do? Ooh, ooh. A lot of, I I believe a lot of people might know what they don't love to do, right? But like that only comes from experience. That only comes from you trying to do multiple things. If you don't have a clue on what you don't love to do, then that means you've probably not done enough things. That means you've probably not taken enough chances or seized enough opportunities. You're not seeing any doors open, right? Optimistic. 
versus pessimistic, closing all the doors, this door closed, so I have no other doors, right? Or are you optimistic that there are doors open and I'm going in and walking in and guess what? Now I know what I don't love to do. What I don't love to do, I know that, that kind of sounds weird to even say it, right? But as important as it is to know what you love to do, it's important and maybe more for people to know what they don't like to do or love to do. It allows for us to set those boundaries, to be put up that, um, for us to put up those boundaries that others may truly attempt to push their own thoughts, likes, and desires. You know, you like what you like, I like what I like, right? And it allows for us to realize that what you don't love, you know, gives you a better understanding of the things that, that make you who you are. You know, think about that. Think about that. Realizing what you don't love gives you a better understanding of the things that make you who you are. It allows for you to say, hey, these are the things I like. These are the things I don't like, whether it's a beverage, whether it's a food. I know, again, right, we're coming up. I don't like to eat um, random people's food. I'm going to just throw that out there, right? Like, hey, if you're random and you brought a dish, if it's a potluck, I'm probably not the one eating all the food. I learned my lesson a long time ago. <laughs> my mother will tell you, learn my lesson a long time ago. I just can't eat over other people's house. And that's my experience, right? It may be a limiting belief, but I have to truly trust that this individual is putting in the right ingredients that allows for me to have um, the type of taste and flavor and uh, should I say experience with this food that I'm recognizing and that I want. And that just makes me who I am because I, now I know what I do love and I know what I don't love. Right. I know I don't love trying things that um, may be a little and I'm good with it. <laughs> so here we go. Number six. Right. Let's acknowledge our strengths. Let's acknowledge our strengths and achievements and what comes just naturally to us. Right. So think about that, like, like acknowledge your strengths and achievements. Like, what are some of the things that you do that just comes natural? I mean, when it, when I say comes natural, I mean, it allows for you to just really, I mean, you just get on almost like riding a bike, right? You just hop on and you can go and it's like, wow, that pretty, that worked. That was pretty simple, pretty easy, right? What comes natural to you? Is it building relationships? It might be talking to individuals in a large group. It may be standing up and making announcements. It may be, you know, you, you have a natural inclination to technology. You have a natural inclination to help others, right? What comes naturally to you, right? That's a strength of yours. And when it comes to achievements, look on a professional side and say, you know, what have I done to, or accomplished in the past that has set me, that has put me in a good position right now? Let's think about that. What are the things that I've done? This is building confidence right here. This is building confidence in self right here, acknowledging your strengths and achievements. What have I done? What have you done or accomplished in the past that has gotten you great success to today or potentially, or should I say, um, put some uh, seeds in the ground, right, for you that will grow in the future? So let's think about it. Like, like, let's take time. You know, um, if you're driving, please don't do it now. But just think, well, matter of fact, if you're driving, think about it. If you're not, if you're sitting down, write them down, right? Get your phone out, put them in your notes, whatever the case may be. But write them down. Similar to almost creating a resume. I want you to think through like, man, what are some accomplishments? What are some strengths? I remember when I created my first resume, right? It was just like kind of those strengths and achievements and that little blur. But think about the fact that you don't have to limit yourself to just a two sentence or one little paragraph thing, right? Not the thing that everyone else says that looks good for a resume, but what do you, like, what are your strengths? What are your achievements, right? Again, similar to creating a resume, 
but for self that will help you see the value that you've given to others. And guess what? Now you can step it up. You can level up. You can strive for higher because there was a before time and now there's an after, right? There was a before time. There was a transition from like, oh, I really wasn't that good transitioning to, yep, I'm great at that. Now let's strive for higher. Let's take it to another level. Let's take it to a point to where now we find joy in helping others reach that same level of experience. That's my passion. I think I told you that um, last week, if you didn't get a chance to, you know, listen to the podcast. But last week I talked about how, you know, one of my passions is helping others to find fulfillment in the areas of success that they wish to dive into. Whatever it is, whether it's in business, life, personal, whatever it might be, right? Let's develop some skills each and every single day and treat our minds appropriately that will help us reach the next level. Let's continue to level up. Let's be mentally strong. Let's be mentally focused. Now, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about those three. I'm going to stop right there because we're 20 minutes in and I want to make sure that I save. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to drop one more. I'm going to drop one more. I'm going to drop one more. So I talked about what are some of the things that you love to do? Have you determined the things that you don't love to do? And are you acknowledging your strengths and achievements? Okay, I'm going to drop this one. I'm going to drop this one. And yeah, for my note takers, here you go. (laughs) Shout out to you, Dr. Wallace. Yes. But for my note takers, here we go. Bates, get your pad out, right? Get the pad out, yo. Practice journaling. What? Yes. Practice journaling. All of us should be practicing journaling, whether, you know, we have different thoughts, different plans, different. How do I set goals? How do I set? How do I set myself up for the next year? Right. It helps us when you practice journaling. It helps us track our progress and personal growth. Are we writing a plan out? Are we creating a plan? Are we being intentional with the vision and with the goals that we have? And are we allowing ourselves to mentally get things out on paper, especially for those of you that are in relationships and trying to figure out, man, how do I communicate with my significant other? How do I share with them what I want? Man, it's, it's gift given time, right? So yes, I, I got a little bit of time. Here we go. So it's gift given time. And I I I really despise this time. You can ask anyone that's close to me. I mean, like, I am not a, oh, I just thought about you when I seen this gift type of person. I'm the type of person that, hey, tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. And I am getting it. I'm going to do my absolute best to get it because I am a believer that the best gift is the one that you want. I know there might be some small things that you could surprise a person with, but I believe that the best gift is the thing that you want. So you might be dropping hints. You might be screenshot, send them in a text. I know I did that to my wife. She was like, really? Are you really doing that? But no, but like these are opportunities for you to share, right? These are opportunities for you to get your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions down, right? Whether it's, again, personal or professional, right? If your boss was to say, hey, in the next couple of years, like, what is your plan? What are you thinking about doing? I mean, to have no answer or to have a, I don't know, that really shows that you haven't really thought much about your future. You haven't thought about, you know, hey, this is where I am today. Am I going to be able to do this forever? If not, what is going to be my pivot? What is going to be my next move? Because change always happens, whether we want it or not, right? Change is going to continue to happen. We're going to continue to get older. I mean, that's just life. As long as time is moving, change is going. Change is happening actually right now as we're as I'm recording this podcast and it'll have changed since I mean to the time that you actually listen to this, right? Even while listening to it, change is still happening, right? So write the plan. 
Practice journaling, write the plan down and allow it to uncover what you really love. Allow it to pinpoint passion without judgment. You don't have to share with anybody if you don't want to, but it will allow for you to share just some of your heart, some of your thoughts, right? Some of that, um, some of those big thinking, those ideas that you probably didn't share with anyone else, right? Without any judgment or limiting beliefs from others. So many people can bog you down with their own limiting beliefs and cause you to have those same limiting beliefs just because of what they believe. That's that pessimistic, optimistic aspect, right? They may need just a clear picture. They may need more details, right? But that might not be you. So don't allow for, you know, others limiting beliefs or judgment that may not have experienced even the level of success that you're currently at, right, to um, tear away from your journey, from your goals, from your passions, right? Now, like I said, write the plan. Got this from TD Jakes, actually. I love this. Write the plan, read the plan, and work the plan. So after you write the plan down, when we're talking about journaling, man, read that thing over. See yourself a month, six months, a year from ago right? Read that thing and then work it, work that plan. It does not cost you a thing in order to do those. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, those are four pieces that, um, four of our top 10. So now we're at the, I guess, number we're at number eight, we got eight, nine and 10 coming and I'm gonna split that up into next week. Okay. So we're talking about 10 ways to help you find your passion. And we're talking about the missing ingredients. What are the personal missing ingredients? I hope you all have enjoyed. Please make sure that you share, please make sure that you like, and please make sure that you comment on this podcast as we want to continue. We want to continue to press forward and help others. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed this time that was spent sharing on how you can discover your missing ingredients. We have a desire to build community and a mindset through conversation and results. Please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast and join us weekly as we continue to be brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge to the world. One episode at a time. Well, thanks for joining us and let's be better today than we were yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. Holla Black.